go. All right. That's good. <laughs> Forgot. It's been a minute. All right. We're back. Hey, guys. Welcome to the Church on the North Coast podcast. Our greatest desire is we want to encourage you, empower you, and equip you. Strengthen and build the believer. I want to welcome you to the podcast. Like always, my best friend forever, Pastor Marlon Sadler to my left. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome today. So, what's up, man? I don't know. What's going on? How you been? I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. I know it's been, been a while. It's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. It's been a minute. It's, yeah, there was uh, summer's crazy, right? There's uh, yeah, like yeah. I've been pulled in every direction. Like this summer, summer ministry, like all yeah. uh, for you know all everyone in ministry. If you're in ministry, summer ministry's bonkers. Yeah, especially it is. In, in Ohio because the weather gets nice, mm-hmm. and then we just want to shove everything into three months. Plus, we got to keep on doing what Jesus called us to do. That's right. Yeah, that that that, that train never stops. So, um, but yeah, it's been it's been a, a wild couple of weeks, man. You know. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited to be able to do everything that I do. Of course, at the time in the moment, you always think that, you know, me. <laughs> I can I can't do all this stuff. I can't do all this. But he yeah. never gives you more than you can handle. Like yeah. You can, I think you can get through it. It's well, it's 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 been crazy. A lot of growth over the summer, Uh, just a a ton of stuff that I've learned over the summer. Um, I feel like I got a whole lot more clarity. And with that comes a whole terrifying reality of the responsibility uh, for stuff. And and I know, you know, personally that um, you might not want to talk about some of the stuff we're going to talk about today. But if you're listening out there um the stuff we're going to talk about today is stuff that i know people deal with these insecurities these these terrifying you know realities of the responsibility of carrying something bigger than yourself Mm -hmm. and so i just i you know you you were apprehensive to talk about this, but I think it's really important that you do yeah. because you know, this is the stuff that that's real. This is the stuff right. that's real. And, that's uh, right. but we'll be careful. We'll be careful. Uh, yeah. what we share, what we don't yeah. share. Um, but that's what we're, that's what we're here for. I, I want to help people. We want to help people. I want to help. I want to help me in development 20 years ago. You know, I yeah. think about that often. You know, if I could yeah. go back and tell me something, you know, and you, you don't want to play that game. Right. But but you wish you knew certain things. Sooner, right. Right. Yeah. And and I think the biggest thing for me is I don't want to give anybody else this false reality of like who they think I am. You know what I mean? Like that we are that I'm somebody yeah. that's on this pedestal. Like I need you to take me off of that. Yeah. Right. You definitely want to say that every time you you're like yeah. you're in front of people sharing. Yeah. Like don't vision or God's word. Uh-huh. You just want to say, "Hey, listen, I'm just like you." Yeah, don't do that. What you're doing there, don't don't look yeah, at me like that. Yeah. Don't. But, but you do have to. But 
there's there's the other side of that where mm-hmm. you and I and others who do this and you know whether you do it you know from the front of the house to the back of the house yeah. you're ministering and uh, there is the other side of that where it is it is an enormous responsibility and privilege yeah. and it should bring that terrifying feeling to you absolutely because it does make that kind of a difference when done correctly when right. um, when it honors God. Yeah. <laughs> I said uh, to my wife, uh, I said, hey, look, the reason guys run when girls tell them they're pregnant <laughs> is yeah. not because, he, like, hear me out. It's not <laughs> I was be- like, where, yeah. <laughs> where, 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 where are you going with right, this? Watch. <laughs> it's not because we... Uh, don't realize what's happening. Oh, we totally, yeah. It's because we know the yeah. enormity yeah. of the situation mm-hmm. and we realize our incompetence yeah. to Good. step into the situation. So then rather than shoulder it, and we are so frightened by the reality of like, I can't, I'm a, I can't, you want me? To right. do, I am not, you just need to understand. And so I'll, just, I'll start back at like the reason men owe child support, you know, <laughs> in, in astronomical numbers is not because they're bums. No. Listen, no, you know good. why? Yeah. It's because they know. They know like, they know what it, it means to like stand and take care of a family. And, right. And so rather than do that, they're so frightened by it. And what they need, instead of, like, condemnation, what they need yeah. is somebody to, like, say to them, like, no, nah, man, you were made for this. You like, can do this. You got this, yeah. dude. Like, yeah. I, know it's, I know it's a lot. Right. Not only can you do this, like, we need people who are going to stand up and say, give me a call if you need, if you have any questions. Let's go out to lunch. Let's sit down and talk about this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where you don't feel like, because, yes, we, yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear exactly what you're saying now. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. But it's an enormous responsibility that we are just like, especially men, because it takes us a lot longer to mature uh, than women. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where you're just like, I'm barely taking care of. Yeah, you feel like you do not want me yeah, to me, do this. Right. And I guess we sh- what we're saying is, God's going to bring you yeah. to those moments well before you feel like you're prepared mm-hmm. for them. And if there's anybody listening today, yeah. that's what I want you to know. Before you feel prepared, you're going to feel terrified. Absolutely. And that's how you know. Yeah, absolutely. And that, yeah. well, that's how you know that you're, you're in his will and like things are going according you're moving, to his you're plan. You're progressing. Right. Yeah. yeah so that when, terrifying feeling is really an indication of progression. Right. Yeah. Cause you know, I mean, I've been, you don't ever want to be in a situation where you're just like so comfortable that you don't feel like you, like it's just happening. Things are just like click, 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 click. Yeah. You know, like you, you don't have to put a thought into like right. the next move. So, that's the deception. That's the deception. <laughs> yeah, it really is. The people on the outside looking in think you, like you lit, like you're in the sweet spot all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's so true. You're not. You're not. Do so you know how many times I miss? You know how many times right. I lose? You know how many times I stink? 
right? Yeah. And so I, I try and fail and try and fail and try yep. and fail. And uh, I, I, the other day I, I grabbed this. I'm like, just, you know what separates the, the really good leaders from the average leaders is that they don't allow failure to determine their faith. Right. It's just like, okay. Yeah. Like I, you know, I learned a little bit. Maybe I'll learn some more mm-hmm. on the next one. But the, the scary thing is when, like, you show up, and this is what we talked about earlier, but when you show up to a, you're like, you're there. Like, you're in the right. middle of this assignment that God's given you. Yeah. And, and you are faced with, like, a scenario mm-hmm. where you know, you know you are deficient for what That's you're right. facing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and I think people rarely think that we are in those positions where we feel that way. Always. That we feel that way. When right. I pray for people, I feel it. Yeah. Always. Yeah. When I'm preaching, I feel it always. Right. I, always. Me I'm too. Like, is this, I don't know that I have what you need in this. In this moment. How could you? In this moment. Yeah. And, and, and I know that, and you have, you know, like, you know that you've been placed there, but. I don't feel like I have, I don't feel like I measure up. Yeah. I don't feel like I measure up to, to what's needed in this moment right now. But that's when you, you know, you have to, you got to really, really, really humble yourself (laughs) and step back and, and, and hand it over. You know what I mean? And people don't realize that. I think they just think that we have all the right things to say and all the right scenarios and situations, but um, it's a scary place. It's a yeah, scary place very to be. Terrifying for me, you know. Yeah, um, to, to handle. Yeah, things right. like that. You know, like let's just be very practical. So, if you're in ministry, or you know, God's called you to do something, and you feel inadequate, mm-hmm. I just want to say you're supposed to. Yeah, that's good. I don't. I don't know that we should ever feel confident right. enough to to do a what God's called us to do. Like mm-hmm. there's, there's this certain level of uh, humility that you must carry that ha- leaves you dependent on only God. Yeah. On only God for your assignment. Yeah. But there in that in that dependency there has to be room for you to almost accept what God is doing through you. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I often feel this way when I do funerals. Because what can you say? Yeah, right. You're, you're officiating the death of a life that is sacred the family's there, the friends there, they clearly know this individual better than you. And yet you're the one responsible for every soul in the room mm-hmm. and how you present the gospel of Jesus to these hopeless, hurting, frail individuals. What words could right. you possibly utter right. that would be sufficient enough? Yeah. And so there's this real delicate, 
dependency that says, God, I don't even know what to do right now. And yeah. that on the inside is just like, why am I even here? It's, you know what that makes you do? It's just like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing Why do you this? even yeah. need me, God? Yeah. Why do you even yeah. need me here? Because there's nothing I can say. Yeah, right. But in, but despite that, God just kind of dresses himself with you. Mm -hmm. And then you feel God move. Yeah, you have to be willing to allow that you have to be willing to open your mouth and let him say what he wants to say yes. you got to be willing sometimes to shut up and just let him hug him yeah. like you got to be willing to just let him not just be you know not just allow yourself to 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 be the mouthpiece for god but just to be the arms they yeah. may just need a hug yeah you know they may just need silence and just need you to listen just listen just listen you know um, and so but don't you feel the pressure of that? You feel the pressure you of it. Even if you're just standing there, you feel the pressure of it. You know? Right. Because you're just like, in your mind, in your intellect, you're like, mm -hmm. what do I say to that? Mm -hmm. I mean, you were faced with something last week. Yeah. And you're staring at this thing, yeah. you know, and it's like, what do I say? Right. That could possibly bring comfort. Yeah. Encouragement. Right. Exhortation. Yeah. Like, and... And you, and you do, and you have to, like, you have to be very conscious of, like, what's happening, what's coming out of your mouth. Because, you know, if I start letting too many things just slide out of my mouth now, okay, that's me. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> right. Just shut up. Yeah. Just shut up for a second, you know? Yeah, you can't just be saying stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> stuff. Have you ever said stuff, though? Oh, yeah. I've said stuff. Yeah, I've said stuff. I've said a lot of stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, that, that wasn't you, Jesus. That was me panicking. That was me. I panicked. Yep. I panicked talk. Yeah. I panic talk. You ever panic talk? You're like, oh, man, you want to call him up and be like, hey, let's do hey, that let's again. Do yeah. That's, that was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can I do that funeral one more time? We don't want to. Yeah. yeah hey, can listen, we, I got, can I come pray for your family? Yeah. As you're going through this crisis. I yeah. just, I, can I get a do over? Let's get that out of, off of Facebook. Yeah. I just oh. need a do over. <laughs> if you ever wanted a do over. Oh, plenty of times. Every time I said plenty something, prayed for people or. I don't know. Every, everything. Everything. I'm like, man, I wish I could do that over again. Yep. I'd probably do it differently. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things, man. But, you know, but then, it's you know, it's crazy when you allow, when you do those things. And then when somebody comes back to you afterwards and they're, yeah. and they're like, thank you so much. You're like, oh, oh I did not. man, that was, <laughs> that was sloppy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was ill prepared. Yeah, it was sloppy. <laughs> yeah, I've, there were many times where like, but you know, the scriptures and then he takes us here. So when I'm weak and he is strong mm -hmm. and, you know. The, the base things God uses. And that I know is true because, you know, if you've ever told me like, hey, man, one day, you know, we'd be sitting across the room for one another talking about oh, yeah. the vision of God for the entire northeast portion of the United States and the country. Right. I would be like, that's crazy. Like, right. what? That's yeah. nuts. And, and then, the, you know, I ask myself this every day. Why in the world did you choose me to do this, God? I think that all the time. All the time, I'm telling you. And it's, I mean, that's the, oh, man, one of the biggest tricks in the enemy. But isn't it? Yeah. You know, like, because I, I will, you'll sit there, and like I told you before, you know, I felt like I was just locked up. Like I wasn't receiving a word from God, man. Like everything that I read or things that I felt like, oh, man, this is good. You know, he gave me something. And, and then I'm sitting there like, okay, nothing's coming out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I don't feel it. You know, but that's the biggest, the biggest, like, Deception is like our feelings. 
Yeah, definitely. Your feelings are play on you big time. You know what I mean? You allow him in your head, man. You allow him, give him an inch. Yeah. Give him an inch and he'll take a mile. So, you know, he just played with me all week last week. <laughs> and uh, and, and you, I was falling for and it. And you say you felt like you froze. Yeah. Like you were frozen. Yeah. And you just got stuck. Yeah. 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 Like there was like, like I couldn't think right. Like the things that I thought I couldn't put down on paper right. Um, but you knew... And this is what a lot of people struggle with. Yeah. This is, it's just a lot of people struggle. It's like, I know, I know, I know God's, mm-hmm. I know God's speaking to me. I yeah. just can't articulate accurately what I feel like is in me. Yeah. All right. And uh, of course we're talking about preparing sermons here mm-hmm. or, you know, assignments to, you know, whether it's praying for people at the hospital or Absolutely. in their homes or whatever. But it, this goes across the board. There are times in your life where you become so overwhelmed by the assignment that you just freeze. Yeah, you just freeze, and you feel like you feel like the heavens have, have dried, like the heavens have dried right. up. Like God's not talking to me. Nobody's. God's not talking. Nothing's talking. Nothing is right? talking. So okay, it's just me and my thoughts. Just you and those those circular thoughts yeah. that just keep coming back to. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but now just think of your think of the times in your life where everything was revelation, oh. right? Those yeah. moments where like yeah. everything spoke to you, right? And I like to think of like, okay, so what separated that season from the season I'm in now? Mm-hmm. What was it about that trip we took to Miami, right? That caused right. this amazing, things to unlock. Everything oh. was unlocked. It's like. Yeah. It was like Pandora's box opened it up. Really it was, was like it was like the decret the, the the deepest secrets. <laughs> it's like God said, well, "What do you want? What there do you, you want? go? Yeah, <laughs> like everything what spoke. Every word dripped with revelation. Yeah. Every thought was you know was was richer than the last. Right, right. And and what I what I've discovered in those moments, and it just took me forever to figure it out. What I think I've just—I don't even know that I've discovered it—but mm-hmm. I feel like what I've discovered is that the seasons that I'm in, where everything's unlocked, yeah, it's because I'm around others who are smarter than me, yeah, more anointed than me, yeah, and have more experience than me, mm-hmm. and they somehow instigate me, inspire me provoke me mm-hmm. and awaken me yeah and things suddenly they can say one word and it unlocks every every backed up thought clogged right. up you know spiritual revelation like suddenly the, the rivers open up right and that's what i think um you know hearing you say that that's what i know didn't happen for myself like I wasn't around anybody for like a week. Yeah. You know, it was just me being husband, dad, um, you know, carrying uh pastor, you know, carrying these responsibilities and I wasn't I wasn't getting fed from my strong inner circle that I know that I have. Yeah. It's there. You know, but I wasn't I wasn't connecting with it. And so things just became overwhelming. You know, and when you don't recognize it, you got to recognize it like you really do. You have to recognize it and you got to get up and do something about it. You can't just sit there and recognize it and just like fall apart because right. that's what happened. That's what I did. I just fell apart. Really? Yeah. 
you know what I mean? Because it was just like, okay, well, what do I do now? And <laughs> it was like, there was nothing. I had nothing, but I didn't reach out to anybody. Yeah. I was having this own, I was having this battle, just me and myself and I having these thoughts going through my mind, you know, so I didn't reach out. It's so important. So yeah. important because it only took today. Yeah. For me to come here and be around just everybody. Just get an atmosphere that's creative yeah. and, ex and explosive, pregnant with yeah, with the spirit. That makes you feel like you're okay. Yeah. You got this. Yeah, uh, so I think for me, it's it's making sure that I'm I'm intentional mm -hmm. about being around a certain environment and not being around a different environment. You know, like so like making sure that I'm around people that inspire me as opposed to like deplete me. Yeah. Because because the the, the reality is like most of the, the time when you're when you're a leader, yeah. Most of the time people are taking from you. Yeah. They they rarely give back to you. That's right, right. Yeah, and you have to accept that. I think as a leader, it's time that we stop complaining about right. the That's problems right. that God has given us. Like complaining is bothering me more and more as I get older. Like when I hear people like become like dissatisfied and complain about the the problems they're 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 experiencing. I feel like I'm like, God, you got to give me more sensitivity to that because I have zero empathy for that right now. Right. And, and the reason I have zero empathy for it is because I'm like, you're complaining about your assignment. Right. These, the, the broke stuff in your life is actually the stuff that God wants to use to showcase the fact that you're anointed Right. To solve this problem. To solve the problem. Yeah I, yeah. I heard somebody say the other day, like problems by definition suggest a solution. That's yeah, that's good. And you're the one that God's anointed to be the problem solver. So when we complain, yeah. like, so it's just a perspective shift for me. So it's really helped me to do this. And like, as soon as I feel like, like somebody presents a problem to me, I immediately try, I think Craig Grishel talks about this. He talks about framing your problems mm -hmm. as, as solutions and not problems. So as soon as somebody gives me something now, I look at it and I'm like, all right, all right, this is, I know there's an answer here. I know there's an answer here. And I just need to like bring the answer to the forefront. And so immediate, but, but most of us, when we have problems, like most of us, like, especially, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't well, matter. I, was, I know. I was going to ask that. Like, why do you think that is that most of us, when that problem it's is negative. presented to us? Yeah. It's emotionally, a negative thing. Emotionally, you start you, to like grit your like, teeth. Don't bring this problem to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly how we feel about it. It's exactly how we feel about it. And in reality, God's like, well, who do you want me to take it to? That's right. You want me to take it to what? Like the, the mayor? <laughs> You want me to give this problem to the mayor? The mayor doesn't have what it takes to solve this problem. Right. Right? Like, you do. You do. Like, you're the one that has the problem to, like, I gave you the solution for the problem to this family. Yeah. Now, that's terrifying. It's very terrifying. But equally irresponsible is to ignore it mm -hmm. and to treat it as if it's like, I don't want this problem. Right. And people who don't deal with problems, well, you oh. know. Oh. You know what we call them. <laughs> I mean, we 
Like if you <laughs> like, just think about it. Think about the people in your life that you know consistently avoid handling their problems. Mm. Now think about the the names you <laughs> think. Think about how you reference them in the context of yeah. their problems. Now it's always hard for us because we're very much we we offer more grace to ourselves than have, to others. Yeah. So like, okay, you got problems and you're avoiding your problems, dude. Mm-hmm. But I got problems. My problems aren't like your problems. I got to take these my problems. Yeah. My like my problems are my. You're like no, my problems are somehow uniquely different than your problems. Right. They're Very not. True. They're not the same. The same. The same way you can see the solution to their problems, you can. There's, Frame your own problems to see the solutions rather than the problems. Right. And that is what makes you different yeah. than everybody else. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, so I, I, and it takes discipline. I like, like case in point, like Caleb calls me, my son, this is my son. My son calls me. Yeah. He says, we got a problem immediately. <laughs> That's Dude, immediately. I'm like, oh my gosh, what now? First four words out of your mouth. <laughs> we got a problem. <laughs> First of all, do you have a frog in your pocket right. or are you speaking French? Right. I, we got a problem. No, you got a problem. <laughs> Everything but, was fine when you called me. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, just, immediately it was negative. And I was like, I, I sighed. I, I was out. Did you give the I, sigh? Uh, I think Becca even was like, what? And yeah. I'm like, oh, there's a problem. <laughs> Michelle told me I do it too much. I sigh uh, too much. Oh, I sigh all the time. Yeah. yeah, I guess you got to be careful who you sign yeah, in front of real. too. That's yeah. definitely a message. <laughs> and so I, I was like, all right, yeah. let me make a phone call. So I call him. I say, hey, what's up? Immediately framed it because I knew it was my son, and right. I didn't want my son to think that his father was overwhelmed with his problem. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Right, so I was yeah. just like, hey, what's up? And he told me the problem, and I'm like, oh, hey, listen, that's not a problem. That's not a problem. Right. But that's not a problem. We can do that, this, that, and you know, immediately like you yeah, know, this person to do that, that person. To yeah, do we this. we got we got it good. That's not a that is not a problem, but I think oftentimes we treat the problems in our life in a way that dishonors God, and I think God mm-hmm. wants us to shoulder those problems Absolutely. as the problem solvers to our and not freeze up. But you said something, you said something earlier when you talked about freezing up and mm-hmm. this and it, and you recited something. Oh were, yeah. Uh, well, Share the story. It was, you know, it was uh, something was brought up about, you know, what happened. And I knew that I was uh, directly connected with what had happened. Yeah. And so <laughs> inside, like I said, I was in this panic mode all week, you know, like I froze up and nothing was coming out. And, you know, so things happened and. Uh, you know, a question came out and immediately I wanted to answer, but I felt like my answer was an excuse. Yeah. And so, you know, I gave this, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know how to explain the answer, but I gave it. It was Um, an answer. Let me just say, it was an answer that was too honest. It was way too honest. And it was an answer that came from a place Almost of despair. Uh, yeah. It was right? despair. It was shame. Yeah. You know, so all, it, all of that. But I think the caution, though, there. Like, yeah. So, like, I think you got to be careful. And no, I don't think. I know. I yeah. know you have to be careful. I'm with you there. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm with you. And and I immediately said, 
I texted you yeah, off of the like, thing. Hey. Yo, what was that? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Don't don't yeah. respond like that. But I, you know, uh, when I was pledging for fraternity, um, one of the things that we, you know, we would come in and say we missed a night or something, you know, and they would intentionally ask us like, "What what happened? What happened? Where were you?" You know, like, yeah. and I had a legit excuse, you know what I mean? Like I had a, a paper or something to do. I had, yeah. I had a legit excuse, but we would have to recite excuses um, and excuses. Or it, it goes, you know, when you have to recite it, they say, oh, yeah. So your immediate reply is. You're, yeah, I, you know, I had this paper and then they say, huh, they would say excuses. And we would have to say excuses are tools of the incompetence, which builds monuments of nothingness. And those that dwell upon them will seldom amount to anything. <laughs> Man, you've been sitting on that for a while. That's awesome. <laughs> that's amazing. So that's been something that's been etched in my, in my so head. That, that, so that at that moment, that's how I felt. You just felt like I, this is an excuse. This and is it's an not, excuse. Yeah. This is an excuse. And what is this? Another block that you're going to put up? Of this monument, so you're just gonna be honest, and I'm just and gonna be yeah. ugly honest. Like, just uh, yeah, yes, that was like go, stupid man. honest, man. Yeah, it was, yeah. you know, it just made you. Yeah, I think I think anybody who was there who heard that was just like, ooh, ooh. what? <laughs> <laughs> Marlon's going through something. What did you go? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just, and you were, I and was. you were, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I knew that. Like, right, yeah. we, y'all know that. And I remember one time I said something, I posted something or something, and you called me. And you said, hey, don't nobody want to hear you say that. Yeah. And it wasn't like I didn't say I was telling the truth. But you said people look at you differently. Yeah. They they want hope from you. Yeah. They don't want they don't want that answer. Yeah. He says, so, you know, and I and I, from that conversation, I remember thinking to myself, man, like, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. And and so you have the converse. You have those conversations. Yeah. With your fella. Yeah. With your yeah. dude. Yep. You don't have those out in front of God and everybody. That's right. Those are conversations you have behind the door when you're like, hey, man, I feel this way. I'm I'm trapped. I'm locked. I yeah. can't. I got nothing. I'm empty. Uh-huh. I'm broke, you know. But it's interesting because, like, not everybody, like, everybody else, f- I don't know what they felt, but nobody said anything. Nobody said it. Nobody said anything. Yeah, they just felt a you, certain way. Right. You immediately. Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. You know, so that which goes back to our point. So if you like, if you you're handling the weight of the world, mm-hmm. which you are, you are like, yeah. honestly, like if you're a believer and you got, uh, got a God assignments on your life, you're handling the weight of the world. And yeah. if you are, you're, you're going to feel deficient. You're yep. going to feel incompetent. You're going to feel insecure. Yep. You're going to have all those feelings, but the responsibility demands that you don't allow those feelings to affect what you project. Right. So what you project has to be different yeah. than what what you feel. Yeah. And e- so a lot of that is by faith at times. It really is. It's all by faith. It, it really is. And, and, and like, it's funny because there's been so many times where you know in, in your position, I know in my position, I can't let you see me sweat. Right. Oof. And that's there's so much weight there. I and can't let you see me sweat. Don't worry about grueling. it. This is gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's grueling. <laughs> Even when you don't know that it's gonna be okay. Oh, it's grueling. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it, it is it's a lot of weight, man, that you carry. 
uh, that we carry. Um, but you know, God always works it out, man. He, he does, does, but he you got to but you got to have a partner in your corner that'll call you that's up. That's right. You got to have somebody. And I've recently just come to that reality like I, I got to be around others. Yep. Because when I get around others, they kind of it's like I was sharing with you earlier, it's like the genie bottle gets rubbed mm-hmm. and the the eternity in me comes out. Yeah. Like the the all of the 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 stuff that I'm struggling with, like suddenly the, the smoke clears and everything becomes clear. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it just, so it, it, what I'm, what I'm realizing is like, I, I cannot afford not to be around people who are more anointed. Yeah. Wiser than me mm-hmm. with more experience than me. Yeah. Right. Yep. You can't afford not to do it. Like we have to be there. Yeah. But life is inevitable. It never stops. Right. And you got to keep on trucking. Yeah, you do. And and day after day after day goes by, and you're like, I have nothing. I've used everything they gave me. (laughs) And it's not that, you know, but you get in an environment where you get like two or three creatives around you. We were in staff meeting earlier, right? And all of a sudden, like, you realize, like, man, stuff's moving in the room now. Mm -hmm. You can feel the... The, the pro, I don't know if this is accurate, but you can feel the protons and the electrons and all yeah, that. Whatever's happening, whatever's yeah, whatever's happening, yeah. you can but, feel it. Yeah, but I think, I mean, the, the best part about that is I think you do a great job just pulling, you pull it out. Like you're, you're constantly saying, okay, what next? What next? You know what I mean? So you're pulling it out because if you didn't say that, there would just be the silence. Everybody would just sit there. So, yeah. you know, no, 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 don't sit on that. Whatever it is you're sitting on, I need you to get up. It's off uncomfortable. Of it. And I need There's you a times when it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It's confrontational. You're like, all right, no, we're not just going to move on. We're right. going to talk about what's obviously something's going on. Look at everybody in the room. It's funky. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Something yeah. happened Sunday. Yeah, that's, right. <laughs> you know I mean? that goes, that's, that's funny because it, that's, that goes for the group, but that also goes, man, so much, so many things. It goes for your marriage too. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. There's so many something things. Something happened. We're not going to Yeah, we ain't just like going to sit here like you, this. Like we, you didn't just say that? Yeah, I heard you. Right. Yeah. She heard you. Yeah. The, the, the waiter heard you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you walking around looking funky. Like what's going what's on? You know? Yeah, what's happening? We need to talk about this and, and get this out in the open, you know? So. Yeah. And, and what I've learned too is like, like you get around those people and uh, intentionally and suddenly they remind you. They just like, hey, man, I've been here. I've done it. I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I know what it means to lock up. Yeah. I know what it means to be froze. Yeah. I know what it means to to sit and have a conversation with somebody that's facing life and death, literally yeah. dealing with a, you know, a, a, a disease that is terminal. I know what it means to yeah. have that conversation. And I know what it means to sit in there and look them in the eyes and know that there's nothing. There's not a word you can say. There's not an embrace you could give mm-hmm. that, that could add a, adequately minister to them. The only thing you've got is Jesus. That's it. Right. That's the only it. thing you've got is Jesus. And when you feel locked up, I can say beyond a shadow of a doubt, nah, I know what's in you. Now I saw yeah. the gift before you even realized the gift. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You get people around you say, listen, yep. when your mom was praying for you, this is what she was praying about. I know exactly what God right. put in you. I won't allow you to be less than what God put in yeah, you. Yeah, that's good. And I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable, and I'm going I'm to place the band on you. Yeah. And I'm going to say, hey, man, don't have those conversations out there in the open, just like you told me. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Don't have those right. conversations out there on Facebook, Troy. Yep. Don't say that. Don't say that. Yep. You want to you wanna, you wanna be frustrated and mad? You call me. Call me. Call me. Yep. Right? And call th- me. But don't throw those pearls. Even up if we got to just sit here, feet. you yeah, call we just me. just sit here. You could. You could. 
and, but it takes you know you gotta you gotta go through that to, to learn it and so you know if you're out there all you know I, there's so many people man yeah there's so many people that are going through that it. are suffering and yeah and, and they just don't know what to silent do silent corners yeah exactly they just don't know what to do mm-hmm. man but i just want you to know you're not alone and i know what god put in you yeah you know and, and you, you got to get around some people that 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 will remind you of that that's you know right because I mean? you get stuck you know the, the the record, the record got a scratch on it. Yeah. And you need somebody to help you pick the old school, pick up the needle and scoot and, it over. And, and put place it, it, place it down. Put it back down on the record. That's good, like, man, yeah. we ain't going to let you get stuck there. We're going to pull, pull That's it over right. and put you back down. Yeah. Now Clean keep playing that, that music. Up. Play yeah. that, you know, Ooh. play that, play that music. Come on. That's you can't good. get stuck by a scratch. You know, the scratches, they, they're there, you know. They are. No doubt they're there. Yeah. Um, but that was a good conversation. I, I feel like that, you know. I know I've this gone through thera- it. This is therapy, and I don't even know it's therapy most <laughs> of the time. <laughs> uh, just so everyone knows, like we get in this room, we don't we don't predetermine what we're going to talk about. We just talk. Yeah, we just talk. Uh, you know, obviously, we just we have a long relationship with one another, and so we we're comfortable, comfortable. Just having these yeah. kind of conversations Everybody. out there in front of everyone that wants to listen. Hey, do us a favor. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Maybe we could be a little more. A little more focused on some of our conversations, but we'll give you we'll give you those thoughts. Absolutely, you know I've been doing this for about twenty six years now. Yeah, um, Marlon, you've been in this for about what? How many years? Uh, four. Four. Uh, well, but you longer than that. Though. Well, no, you've six. Been around it's for been a while. Six yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm it's, it's, I'm getting more comfortable being transparent with. Yeah. My life. You yeah. Know? Uh, it takes a while. It takes a while to just come out here in front of everybody and say oh yeah you don't want to bleed in front of people Mm -hmm. you know because people stick their finger in your wounds right i mean so you got to be and you know if you're out there i I would say that too like be careful how far yeah Uh, you know what you what you let what you share and what you let what you let out because the last thing a lot of it goes back you want to weaken certain people with what Mm -hmm. you share but you definitely want to resonate with people that are going through the same thing that's right you know and uh, ministry's tough. It's a it's a lonely, scary, frightening, sh- you know, uh, responsibility shoulder. It is, you know, and I, and I didn't understand that uh, originally. You know, yeah. When you and I first started, talking <laughs> I would about call it, Marley man. like, "Man, these people drive me crazy." Uh, I was like, "What are you talking about, man? This is <laughs> you're <laughs> rocking us out, man. This you is got easy. it. You got it. Right? You got this." <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it, but it is. It's it's lonely. Yeah. Hey, man, it was awesome. I enjoy this, man. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Look, we gotta go. I want to thank you for taking the time to join us today. We pray you are encouraged, empowered, and strengthened. Until next time, wake up. Hustle like heaven to make sure somebody out there feels the effects of your influence and your anointing. Bring heaven to your home, your city, your nation. Don't wait till it's too late. Get to a place that manufactures hope this Sunday. Go to church. I'm Pastor Troy. I'm Pastor Marlon. Love you guys. <laughs>